Testing, testing. Yeah, no, that's all good. That's fresh. Fresh. All right, cool. So, um, welcome back. I'm super, super excited for this one, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep telling. So, for those of you who don't know this man to the left of me, is, uh, as we like to call you, your nickname that's been given is the, what is it, the unknown athlete. <laughs> Josh Wick. <laughs> Josh Wick, that's it. He's been given Josh Wick, the unknown athlete. The beast from the east. I just made that one up now. <laughs> but seriously, I've said it before and I'll, I'll go on camera saying it again. Back in the day when this whole fitness thing kicked off, another Josh, right? Josh, um, hands down, bro. I've said it time and time and time again. Physique, you smashed it. You know, your hands down best physique in New Zealand, a million percent. And again, I put that on all of us that were in the fitness industry at the time. I said to you before, I'm proud enough to take a slice of the humble pie and say, you know, you definitely overshadowed me in that sense. And um, that's why I really wanted to talk to you, bro. So introduce yourself. Stay your name, cuz. Introduce yourself. Bro, that's, um, that's a massive compliment, eh? And I, uh, I really appreciate it, though I don't know if I 100% accept it because, you know, um, I thought there's some pretty good physiques to come out of NZ as well. Um, but uh, yeah, where to start? Obviously, my name my name's Josh, and uh, I grew up in the south of New Zealand. So I'm like I'm a southern boy, yeah, which is kind of weird. So I think uh, that's how I kind of kept myself out of trouble as well with you know with a lot of you lads up north. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's where I'm from. I'm from the south, so I didn't. Um, I didn't get to meet you personally till No, we yeah, we met that. We've only so beforehand, we won't get too deep to that, but we only met once before we, you know, we obviously really, really good friends now in Melbourne. We only met once, that's yeah. right. But I was, I'll never forget it. Cause the same thing, I was like, bro, this this dude just built different, man. That's in Wellington though? Yeah, it was in Wellington, yeah. yeah. It was in Potidoa. It was in my hometown. I remember it was yeah. that boxing yeah. fight thing that we were all at. We were clearing all that. That's what I mean. We're throwing back to 2014 here. That's how far back we're throwing when I was just thriving in the industry and stuff. Maybe and you were there. But you keep were going. Telling it back then. Yeah. Keep going, man. Keep yeah. going. Tell us more. Um, geez, what's there to say? Obviously I I uh, got involved in the fitness industry when I was started pretty early, to be honest, man. My actual my actual uh, gym life started pretty early. Yeah. I wasn't uh, I, I enjoyed rugby, but I wasn't big on rugby. And um, a friend of mine introduced me to the gym when we were like fourteen or fifteen. He actually snuck me into the working men's club. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's like a, sounds a bit weird. But yeah, carry uh, on. G. It's like an old boys club, right? It's <laughs> like a like a um, like a RSL. I think they call me yeah. like an RSA. Yeah. So back home in Christchurch, he snuck me into the gym then on his pass, and we uh, waited for the receptionist to leave, and then we snuck in, and that was my first time at the gym. He's like, "You got to try this, man. You got to jump on the bench press," and he's running me through all these exercises. And uh, actually, the first dude I ever seen in the gym that day. Was Steve Orton? Steve Orton, as in big Steve. Yeah, Orton. I remember the ox. I yeah, remember, bro. Where, and yeah. he was eighteen at the time, and he had eighteen-inch arms. I think. <laughs> so, yeah. so that was my standard when I seen him. I was like, "Damn, that dude is a monster!" And I yeah. would have been, geez, yeah, fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of where it started, man. About <clears throat> fourteen or fifteen, jumping in the gym and um, seeing some results, and yeah. Well, that's see, this is the interesting thing. I mean, like I said, like. Did you did you did you feel like it came quite quite naturally for you? Because, like I said, man, physique wise, it's mental. So it was like, did you start noticing that quite quickly? Uh, no, no, I, I, it did did come naturally. If I'm being honest, it came naturally in terms of um, the feel for it. As soon as as soon as I was in there, I was like, this is what I want. This yeah, is, this is exactly exactly what I enjoy doing. 
But um, the nutrition aspect wasn't there. And now being a, a young kid that you're running around and, and mucking yeah. around, um, I wasn't putting on size no matter how much I trained. And then I remember, geez, it would have probably been about six to eight months, maybe maybe close to a year into, into training at the gym. And uh, I walked past a chemist and they had balance, some balance weight protein, protein. in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I walked in there and I didn't, didn't even know if I had any money, but uh, they had a wee booklet on one of the on one of the displays and it uh and it just had write up on protein and carbohydrates and macronutrients and that was the first time i learned about macros so i read it and, and it basically stated if you ain't eating enough protein enough carbohydrates you ain't getting nowhere yeah. and in my mind something ticked immediately and was like it's either you go or you don't so we on and yeah it was like, okay so i rushed home but didn't have the protein right i rushed home and i was doing the math on, on on a calculator probably like on the internet or something like that and i was like getting all the wheat bix together all as much milk as i could yeah. everything i had access to still living with my parents right beans and everything like that and i worked it out proper honestly i had like four bowls of wheat bix <laughs> yeah, that man. day and honestly the first thing i thought was after i just gorged myself and like a period of about two and a half hours i got all my macros in in that one one period yeah i remember sitting down at the table and being like my guts were sore i was feeling unwell and i was like day one yeah <laughs> day one. that's day one and i'm like and i'll be in this until uh until i need to be until the wheels fall off really yeah right so that so that was it that was uh yeah because well that's the crazy thing right is because like for me Right, with my fitness thing, same thing. You know, genetically, I kind of had a bit of an advantage, I'd like to say. <clears throat> and I, I heavily took advantage of that in a sense that I got I got really lazy with diet. Even now, I'm the literally uh, at 32, I'm the most strict I've ever been, right? And it's paying off. But through those times, it hasn't. Whereas with you, I feel like it's like, oh man, you know, I feel like it for you, it kind of, you embody it a lot more, you know, like that's the interesting thing for me is because for me, and I'm not going to speak for any other guys or anything like that, but for me, it was like, fitness is a part of my life, but I feel for you, um, that's what I mean. Like you literally embody it, you know, the, the diet's on point, the training is retarded <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like, you know, like bro, I don't want to get into it yet, but that 21K we did the other day. And like when all when all three me you and team we were all there and we were like yo that last kilometer let's do it and you were the only one that did it we were like for three k's three k's out we're like bro that last kilometer is gonna be the fastest one as soon as we hit it you were gone and we were like bro you haven't even did you just not run twenty k's so that's what I mean like for me for you like looking at you it was kind of like I felt like I always felt like you embodied it and that's why you just hit such a different pinnacle to the rest of us uh, look, honestly it was the perfect marriage <clears throat> of of genetics for sure uh, work ethic and genuine passion like, yeah. it was it did it came, all came together perfectly and i don't know why uh, i was so grateful that it did i, I don't know why it, i got so lucky in that way cuz i could have had good genetics and not been excited about it i could yeah. have had great genetics and terrible diet and everything like that but um, it, it ended up just being the perfect marriage of all of the elements that I needed to be successful on, on my personal fitness journey. Yeah. Um, and, and that made it really hard to be a little bit more maybe relatable sometimes too, you know, whether, my, whether it was my work ethic or, or my genetics or something like that. Because I do, I'm, I'm very blessed genetically. I know that, you know what I mean? My, my dad's a... Legs are phenomenal. Yeah. Mum's legs. Bro, you should see this guy's calves, man. It's they, they have their own bloody what do you call it? Area code on those things, man. <laughs> it's like, bro, it's a roadmaps on your legs, G. Like what? So, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. But you know what that's like, and, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say my diet's been perfect. I, I definitely got away with a little bit of crap too. But to be honest, um, in the thick of it, for sure. I, I, I remember again. I remember 
even this is before I was competing, I would set an alarm. I was actually living in my mate's garage, by the way, at this stage. That's another story altogether. Yeah, yeah. But I was living out of my mate's garage, and I bought a wee, um, a wee secondary fridge, like a small one, and I had my alarm set at like three in the morning because I couldn't afford casein protein. Yeah. And I'd have cottage cheese already ready to go in this wee fridge, bro. And yeah. I'd pull the light bulb out of the fridge so it wouldn't disturb my sleep. So I'd literally open this thing up in the middle of the night and then just like <laughs> have my eyes closed and like be that is cottage cheese. And <laughs> but I loved it, bro. I loved it, man. I just absolutely loved it. And it was like, too, you would have known this before. We were just lucky. We we're just on the starting edge of social media. So a lot of that element wasn't really there it was literally about your journey that's actually funnily enough that's an interesting point now i'm gonna cut it there for two seconds because i didn't change the battery and we need to change the battery but we'll be back in two seconds all right now we're back with a full battery for part two um yeah so touching on that point so you did you did obviously mention that you know you started your fitness journey and i can relate to this a lot right you started your fitness journey before social media and I feel like, pardon me, I feel like it's really interesting that point because for me, the ignorance of social pressures and the ignorance of um, any, you know, I don't want to get too heavy into the whole steroid thing, but the ignorance of what happened in that industry and bodybuilding, it made you just to be a bit more disciplined because they weren't, you were ignorant of the shortcuts or of the, the, um, the ego, huge ego aspect, you know, there's still a bit of ego and a bit of pride in it, yeah. but you were not as to the extent that it is now, yeah. but carry on. So you started before, just before the f- social media stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, <clears throat> that was kind of how it played out. Uh, luckily enough, mm. see, I got my foot in the door. So when I started my own, my own kind of fitness journey, it was, was as battle as authentic as I as I can express. It, yeah. w- it wasn't it wasn't reliant on. Obviously, every young man wants to be able to develop himself and look good for other people. Don't get me wrong; there's mm. always that element involved for sure. But um, I wasn't really projecting to the world at the stage. That did come. Don't get me wrong. Also, mm. but yeah, I, I, there wasn't a need to um there wasn't a need to be anyone specific. And again, I didn't know any rules or limitations either. Do you know what I mean? I, there was a lot of experimentation. Um, there was a lot more concern with the work that I was putting in and the results that I was personally getting. It wasn't a, a matter of um, having to record uh, or, or get photos or post up what I was doing and how my training was going and show everybody else. So it was very much my own very personal journey. Like you owned it, Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, it didn't own me at this stage, but it did come to It's me. funny. It's, oh, man, <clears throat> I feel like I can relate so much to what you just said because um, – so to to go off shot on that because I feel like it'd be a good place for you to come in. So obviously I jumped. So a lot of you are going to know this. Some of you won't if you haven't been following me for that long. <clears throat> but I jumped into the fitness industry stuff. Right? How it happened? A post went viral, and then all of a sudden I found myself with a lot of people at the time. Um, and felt great. You know, ego, everything. Man, I was twenty two, so obviously it's going to impact your ego and everything. Like you're like, yeah, you know, I'm the shit now. Damn, you were early, bro. <clears throat> Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. When was that? That was like yeah. 2013 is when it happened. True. Yeah, and then um, so it all hit from that perspective, right? And as time had progressed, um, what I had found had started to happen was the enjoyment and the pleasure that I gained from training. It was no longer personal. You know, there, it felt like an obligation. What made it even worse pardon me what made it even worse funnily enough is when I competed so I did compete right and um after competing competing was I I don't 
consider the competing side the best shape I've ever been in. Definitely the leanest, hands down, not even remotely close, right? But not the best shape. Best shape is when I was just having fun. And when I was, you know, it was, it was the lifestyle. And I didn't realize that that whole journey was terrible. But beyond that point, then it just became less personal and it became like it almost robbed me of the passion of exercising, right? To the point where that's when I ended up leaving the industry and then pursuing my career that I got in and I'm kind of grateful for all of that. But now, now uh, for the past couple of years, do I only feel like I've reclaimed that fitness and put it back as an aspect of me as a person? Yeah, interesting. But it robbed me, man, that social yeah. media part. So tell me about your experience with that. Exactly the same, mate. It's strange, <coughs> strange that that's how you feel because um, up to a certain point, it was, it was extremely positive. Even up, even when I was competing, competing to tick that off my list was a massive confidence thing for sure. Like mm. I wasn't the most confident person, and to be able to stand up and do that was um was amazing. Like mm. It was it was a, a massive confidence boost. It was a it was a massive step up for me personally, just to be able to, to be able to tick that off. Man, I remember after my first show, I literally just went out the back and found a quiet place and just cried, eh? Because mm. I was like, man, I never thought I'd be able to do this. I just that's just where I was at. So it was it was a, it was a beautiful experience, man. But um, yeah, again, I started obviously my own page, right, and and got a small following, and and um, and it started genuine, trying trying to help as many people as I could, and then it just got really toxic really quickly. Everyone started to compete with each other, myself included, became way more toxic, oh, less genuine, yeah. not not you know, and oh man, I don't even really know how to sum it up. It was a It was just a. Um, it, it was it was what you see right now. Basically, it was. Uh, it was everything wrong with the fitness industry. That's what I became. I was I, w- I was a result of <coughs> I was a result of that sort of behavior. Sorry, of that sort of like. Uh, that climate, man. You know the the environment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I became extremely unhappy, extremely egotistical. Um, but the truth of the matter was still there and, and, I, and I was still very much the same person in a lot of ways and I started to identify that my behaviour was getting pretty shitty mm. and that so was my personality and, and, and the, you know, everything and, and the way I felt about the the, uh, the fitness industry. So, yeah, I kind of t- took a step back as well when I moved over here, yeah, like yourself. Yeah, no, I can relate to that obviously because I stayed in it for quite some time and it just got worse. There was the uh, the constant the constant battles between people. I had a couple of social media beefs, you know, shout out to, shout out to some of the bros. Prisma bro, I love you bro. I know we went through our thing bro, but I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm super grateful. You know, I, I tapped in with him last year cause you, I didn't tell you, I tapped in with him last year and apologized for everything. Cause I knew it was me and I knew it was the pride, right? I didn't even know you had a thing. Yeah, oh, worry, cause you weren't there. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate or? No, 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 it was just good. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that him and I have reconnected, you know, cause I love that guy. And I think his message, your message bro is worthwhile worthwhile listening to and um but that's it pride and ego man it hits you because you got to think about it right if bro if you encompass everything in your life with the physical aspect the only thing that you have do ha, can do is it's an outward projection yeah and, and there's a very much a reliance on the physical aspect it really solidifies you know that's it's a very, the predominant like aspect of of your individual personality well that's not personality but your individual person right? yeah your being yeah 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 it's it's um like other parts of yourself whether your mind and your <coughs> spirit and everything like that they, they they're not you don't address them as much. You're very reliant on on what you physically look like. Yeah, and that's that was that was where I was at personally. I was physically what I wanted to look like. Mentally and spiritually, I was, I was couldn't be further from. Yeah, you know where I actually wanted to be, and I knew at the time that it's weird because it's that's just how it manifests. But you're so physical that uh, that those things. That, 
they're not addressed, man. And, and, and I knew that at the time. I was like, okay, I need to take a step back here. My, my physicality is uh, taking over my life. Yeah. Um, so what do I want back? And, and a lot of it was spiritual and mental clarity. So I, I stepped away and from And we will get into that because I, I love that part, right? Um, but I agree. Like I feel like even now it's a very prevalent issue with um, within the youth because – where you know, well, you you look with your eyes first before you see anything else, right? And there's too much of an emphasis on that. And you've we've found with these lockdowns and everything that we're going through, um, a lot of people are suffering because they don't have other outlets. They don't have a mental outlet. They don't have a creative or a spiritual outlet. They don't have an emotional outlet, right? And the only thing that they've been pouring their time and effort into is that physical outlet. <clears throat> and the gyms are closed, and all of a sudden they crumble yeah. because it's just that's their being. You know, they're like, man, you took the thing away from me. That made me me. So how am I supposed to be me without it? And it's like, man, well, there's a lot of other aspects of you that you should really work on. And <clears throat> that's why that's why I respect the hell out of you because um, you literally, like you literally walked away. Like to, to put this into perspective, right? Like I said, I saw this guy once in early 2014 and then I saw you again late 2020. <laughs> late 2020 at, at, at the monkey bars of all places down in Elwood at the outdoor gym. Oh, and you're like, Josh. And I was like, because I saw you. And I was like, I know that's Josh. Because he's got a, a real distinct tattoo. And I was like, I know that's Josh. And then I went to go talk to you. But then some people were talking to you. So, oh, shit, I'll wait. And then you came up to me. And I was like, wow. And that's like, I was just like, ah, I can't believe this is even happening. Yeah. I knew you were in Melbourne. But I knew you were in Melbourne in the sense that I knew you moved there like five years earlier back, yeah. yeah i didn't i think i might have seen you one or two times but i, I had no idea it would have been you yeah. yeah um maybe closer to fitness first or something like that yeah but it's, it's weird how those things work out yeah yeah but like that's the thing man like what so first and foremost two things why the big step back from it all and what do you feel like you gained from stepping back yeah that's that's a that's a big one eh? so mm. So the why first, why did you step back? Because I knew I wasn't mature enough to handle the, the kind of next step of of what that kind of lifestyle would take me. So I don't know where this has come from and I've, I've just been really lucky in my life to either have people around me or, or have tools, you know, in my in my arsenal to be able to um to be able to, to have a bit of foresight and analyse things well. Yeah. And I was looking around because the the environment was so toxic. I was looking around other people and I was like, okay, that's, you know, that's probably what I'm going to end up like. This is probably what I'm going to end up like. There were so many like um, bad examples mm. around that. I was like, man, this is going to destroy me in this thing. I already know that I'm young. I already know that I've got an ego on me. Um, if, I, if I double down in the fitness industry, I'm going to get maybe a lot of the things that I've always wanted, but almost none of the things that I need. And yeah, I had to I just kind of had the, um, I, I, Ah, oh, it sounds just so cheesy. Bro. No, but I love that because that's real. Like I, I bro, that that way that you summed it up. You know, everything that you want, but not everything that you need. Yeah, that's a fascinating way to put it. It was exactly how I felt, and uh, and again, I'm just I don't know where that comes from, and I've just been lucky to have that foresight and then the maturity to act on it, even though I wasn't mature enough to 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 act on it. If that makes sense. No, it, yeah. was, it was enough maturity to to know that I didn't have the maturity. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, either, either I do this and, and this takes me somewhere, otherwise, but I'm going to end up miserable, right? So um, in my mind, I was like, okay, I need to make a step back. And that meant, that meant Xing social media. That meant 
that meant moving away from New Zealand as well because I had a lot of baggage in New Zealand in general, you know, from, from, from just your childhood and growing up and all that sort of crap. So mm. I just needed to get out of the space and I thought what a better place, a um, better time to kind of step away, reinvent and just get a little bit of clarity on who I actually am. And, and that's what happened. I, uh, I stepped off stage for my last bodybuilding competition and never went back into a gym for like two years after that. Mm. I, I switched up and, being veg- and I was vegetarian for like three years and I moved over here, deleted socials and, and man, that like honestly, deleting social media was the best thing I've ever done for, for, for my young developing mind anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it took a lot of pressure off eh? and it gave me a lot of clarity and, and just allowed me to, to, to trust back in myself. You know what I mean? I wasn't comparing to anyone else. I just compared myself to me. So, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and, and that comes with its own struggles, man. When you have such a, such a, uh, I have a lot, an analytical mind and, and I think a lot. So my comparisons with myself sometimes do hinder where I'm at. You know yeah. I, mean? I can be quite hard on myself, as with everyone, but I, I don't have the, that other element where, like, I can look at someone who's not doing better than me or anything like that. I never do that and go, oh, at least I'm doing better than him. Or, like, you know, I don't feel like I'm ever getting an ego boost from external things. Yeah. I'm only ever competing with myself. So it's it's good and it's bad. But it, mostly it's it's honestly good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's so funny because I feel like – um. <clears throat> like I admire that um, that being able to come to that conclusion and say, all right, I need to cut this, right? Because for me, it did happen, but it happened at a very late stage. Like it happened in a sense where I was like, all right, I'm going nowhere. You know, <clears throat> I don't like the person that I'm becoming and it's, I'm going to hit a dead end soon. I'm not putting, I'm not producing anything. I'm not producing any kind of value to the world. Was it accumulative or was it like a, just like a, a point where you're like, just a point like it was it it, it was accumulative you know i looked at my relationship at the time i looked at everything and i was like man i'm not i'm failing on all fronts in order to try and grow something that's not happening yeah so i said okay you know the what do you call it the uh, something's got to give yeah so i was like fitness and then boom i cut off social media same thing i cut (laughs) off yeah i cut off social media it's not for as long but i cut off for about a year and i just tapped in you know tapped in and said all right go time let's um figure all these parts out at this point i was in perth yeah i was in perth and um with my partner at the time at her place and all that kind of stuff and then I was like, yeah, no, I've got to go. And that's when I came to Melbourne and that's when I started gaining traction. So you know what that's like to completely sever? Yeah. Like, well, that's a, it's like a, it's a, man, it's a beautiful privilege to have to be able to do that. Eh? But it's funny because <laughs> without taking it, taking the um, shine too much away, but then I went, you know how you said, you know, you don't compare and all that kind of jazz. I went the other end of the scale. I'm only at a healthy place now, you know, weirdly enough, because I went from one extreme to the other from internal pride to external pride and went really, really hard in the finance and all that kind of jazz and, you know, put me in a position, but it just, no, a lot of sacrifices were made along the way for it. Right. And now I'm finally at that balanced level that I feel like from an outside perspective, again, I feel like, um, you managed to find a lot earlier, you know, from that sense, in a sense that it's just like understanding and knowing yourself and being able to develop those areas, so 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 important and even at my age now just learning like learning how to control it and grasp a little bit more i it's at the core of my message now to people to you know really think about who you are and build yourself be self-aware and have all those parts you know that's that's hard this is tough bro (laughs) a lot of honest conversations with yourself yeah man and it's and it's again it's this is like an insane amount of luck or or something that's happened because i would hate to think about the pressure 
that I'd feel now if I was in that industry at the peak of it right now. Yeah. You know, not having had that out, not having that previous experience, out, you know, in the industry before all of this. But it would be hard to put it down, man. It would be hard to, like, it would be hard to find yourself in, a, in, in today's environment. And it's freaking hard, man, to, like, establish yourself as a young person anyway. Finding yeah. out what you love, what you're about, what you stand for, what you don't. Now there's just so much feedback, consistent feedback. Every time you're on your phone, every time you're watching TV, listen to the radio, it's just do this, do that, be better, buy this, you know what I mean? Buy 100%. This. It, yeah. it is tough. It is tough. It's hard out here for pimp. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real though, hey. Younger so, generations, I don't envy I don't envy nah, the younger generation either, today. But I'm pretty sure that's what our parents said about us. Yeah, like, hard. It's just cyclical, man. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure our parents are like, oh, these bloody kids. And now yeah. we're saying, oh, these little bastards. Kids. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. But um so so let me get this straight. You went out of like the, the fitness industry where you were having trouble and then you still kind of carried that that uh that mentality into the financial carry carried it um for lack of better words, carried the savagery aspect, like in a sense that just be like, all right, got to be cold blooded in this environment now, which it worked. But again, it was, I needed to pull away because then it made me, I went from physical to mental. Yeah. And I left out, I left out spiritual and emotional <laughs> on the way, you know, I was like, bro, I'll, co- I'll come back to you. <laughs> I'll come back. I'll be there, but not right now. <laughs> you know, so man, Lord, forgive me for what I am about to do, but it paid off, you know, but that's the point. What like, was that? Um, What was that savagery? Where did that come from? Was that, was it, was it? Was it just a sense of competition? Did you have a chip on your shoulder? I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it. All right. No, we, we'll, we'll talk. We'll do another one and we'll talk about it because right. I feel like we could deep dive into that. Let's, right. let's, let's go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> but um, for real, bro, like, um, again, like, I can't express enough. Um, it's, it's almost a shame that you're unknown, but I, I understand entirely why you are. You know, and if anything, it creates that, and I know this is not your intention, <laughs> but if anything, like, honestly, let's, let's rattle off a list, bro. That 21K, like I said, you just monstered that at the end. I remember when we were at the park the other week and I was like, bro, seeing that guy do that lever, you know, the lever exercise, I was like, man, that would be cool to do it. And this guy just goes and does it immediately. You know, you built different, bro. But that's the thing is, you know, I can I can appreciate why you've done it. And um, if anything, it creates that mystique of just whenever we, people do see you, they're like, wow, you know, like you're a bit of an enigma because of that. So who is this guy? <laughs> because he just seems like he's dominating everything. You know, remember when you came to 440 the first time and you're just running with the whole main team? <laughs> and we were, me and Theo were like, man, like, but yeah, yeah, you know? like you, 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 man, you are very kind, man, and I and I appreciate that. Eh? That's not how I feel about myself. Um, oh, you really ever do, bro. You really ever feel what other people feel about yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I definitely don't think that's from a lack of confidence thing, though. I, I believe in myself, man. I believe in myself. That's why I mentioned like doing a stupidly long run. I'm like, I reckon I could do something like that. Do you know what I mean? I reckon. So I believe in myself. I just think. Um, I maybe hold myself to to a really high standard, and I I think I just know how fragile my ego is, bro. And I just don't want to engage with that in yeah. shit anymore. Do you know what I mean? I like that though, because like that's the thing. You know, I spoke to everyone on that run, and we all agree that you carry you carry that energy with it. Yeah. You know, and that becomes infectious when you see someone going, "I reckon I can do this." I was like, "Well, bro, you think you can? Then I probably can as well." Yeah. And then we all just kept pushing. You know, we all smashed that, but it was because right. of that mentality. Yeah. 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 And and I think, kind of what you were saying as well. Like the only thing I don't like about having a platform is probably because there's a part of me that genuinely wants to aspire as well. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm probably trying to figure out how I would do that in person or like how. Because you, know, you how do, man. Like every time I post you, especially again, because you come to the 440th, everything. 440 is just a big run thing that we do, right? Shout out to 440. Shout out 440. South Yarra. group. Yay, man. yay. That yeah. hill, man, that hill gets done. Um, yeah, that is mad down there. But that's the thing, right? They always go, yeah, nah, he's a great person to be around. So I think that you project it, you know? And yeah. I think that that's cool. And, you know, however which way you choose to project it, it's just awesome. That's why I appreciate you pulling up, bro, because ultimately you need to be known to an extent, <laughs> however which, however much extent that you want yourself to be known. But I feel like a lot, I've learned a lot from you and I yeah, feel like a lot of people could learn that same thing. Likewise, man. Yeah. yeah. I think... Um, no, I, f- I feel the same about you. Like I was saying the other day, just just the amount of positive energy you've ever given off and the encouragement, man. And like the encouragement back in the day, and even we hadn't even met at some points, and you'd flick me a message and just hit me up and let me know I was doing well. And you've <coughs> always been like that, bro. You've never you've never hated. You've never said anything. Um, yeah, like condescending or sarcastic or just shitty. You've oh, always been it, man. nothing but a G. And oh. I appreciate it, eh? All love, bro. All love. But hey, let's tie that one up there. Unknown, unknown athlete. Um, Josh Wick, as we call him. Um, yeah, beast from the east. <laughs> I don't know where they come from. Do you live? In, you don't even live in. Yeah, you do live in the oh, east. I am in east. There you go, yeah. beast from the east. We're beast claiming that east. one. All right, but yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for tapping in, and uh, yeah, take care, guys. Thanks for having me on, bro. See you guys.